Hello, and welcome to the Agnes Scott College podcast. I'm Amy Confoss, the Director of Admission at Agnes Scott and an alum from the class of 2008. Every year, we are thrilled to welcome a group of new Scotties into our campus community. Over three episodes, we're going to be interviewing students, all of whom have been highlighted on our Agnes Scott Admission Instagram page as part of our Certified Scotty series. And this series details their journeys to Agnes Scott and what they hope the next four years will bring for them. These sessions are recorded on Zoom, so please excuse us for any audio difficulties. Today, I'd like to introduce you to Ayana Ralston, joining us from North Little Rock, Arkansas. Hi, Ayana. We Hi. are so happy to have you here to talk about your journey to Agnes Scott. Thank you for welcoming me. I'm glad to be here um, talking about it. <laughs> so to get us started, Ayana, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, maybe where you're from, what your academic interests are, and anything else you think we should know? Well, I am from Little Rock, Arkansas, lived in North Little Rock, Arkansas. I went to North Little Rock High School. For the longest, I kind of wanted to um, do nursing for like the first two and a half years of high school. My high school was career-based, so I took a lot of medical professions class. I obtained my CNA license. And then, like, my junior year, I attended, like, some workshops and some different, like, civil rights, like, kind of luncheon things and kind of just changed my whole outlook. And I was like, no, I don't think I want to do that anymore because, like, I've always been the type of person to kind of stand up for people and speak my mind. I like talking a lot. And I was like, maybe that isn't my calling. My mom would say all the time, are you sure you don't want to do law? And I'm like, um, I don't know. And I think it was kind of just a, like a, a comfort thing for me. I feel like I would be more comfortable in doing nursing. I feel like I was more used to that. It was just you taught this and you can get this it's, versus like law is not just you have to kind of figure out what works for you kind of so yeah my academic entrance is political political science I don't know if I want to go more of the political side or just law yet but that's my plan for now just to see what I like and that take you know the pre-law slash political science classes and go from there awesome so my question for you now is can you Tell us more about how you found Agnes Scott and what were the reasons you applied and ultimately decided to enroll? Can you sort of walk us through your journey? Um, yes. You know, as I said before, I wanted to do nursing and I knew that I wanted to go to a really like a small school with a really close knit community. And I knew I wanted to go to a liberal arts school and I knew I wanted to go to a liberal arts school in a big city. So I was just looking at different like smaller schools, liberal schools in big cities. I honestly think I was just Googling that and you guys popped up. So then I like started reading about you guys, you know, looking on your website. And I'm like, dang, I think I might really like this school because you guys had the dual dual degree program with Emory. You know, Emory is really good for nursing. So I was like, I really have to go visit this school. So within like the next couple months, I came to visit and you guys like just blew me away because as soon as I entered Sydney, she was just so sweet. Like every like everyone, every person that I've encountered 
on campus has always been really nice to me. And that was one thing that was like, when you go to these other big colleges, it was it's kind of like you're just one of the numbers that are visiting, you know, and I kind of felt like I was actually welcomed on campus the first time I came. Learning about you guys is like the honor code and the mission statement. Those just really sit right with me, I guess, because I kind of live my life like by the honor code. So it was like, really, I was like, this is really for me, you know. It's so many things I could go on and on just like global journey trips, all those types of different things. I was like, yes, I really think I have to go here. I was like, I think this is the school for me. So then, yeah, that was like March or April of my junior year. So then in October of my senior year, I applied um, early action and then I got accepted in December. And that was that for me. I kind of knew that's like where I was going. I love that. And I love that you sort of already had a focus on liberal arts, finding a larger city were exciting things to me too. So what was it about um, Atlanta that really excited you? You know, I'm from a small town, Little Rock. There's not really much to do there. So I knew I wanted to go to a big city. My sister actually went to Spelman. I, like when I was looking for a liberal arts school, I knew I kind of didn't want to go to Spelman because she went to Spelman. So, um, yeah, and then once I changed my mind from nursing, I still loved the school so much. I was like, I'm still going to go there, you know. But yeah, Atlanta is just, you know, there's so much to do here. I feel like you can never just really be bored. So that's why I kind of wanted to come. I love, I'm adventurous. I love doing new things and I'm a busybody. So I like doing stuff all the time. So yeah, that's pretty much why I just knew I wanted to go to a big city. And Atlanta was like, no, in my top three. I love that both you and your sister went to women's colleges and especially Atlanta women's colleges. <laughs> um, so uh, while while you wanted to go to a different women's college than your sister, was, was she helpful in your decision to choose a women's college? Yes and no. So she influenced me because she went to a women's college and um, she would tell me all these like cool things about it and stuff like that. So yes, but she didn't like say you should go to a women's college. It was just her experience kind of made me want to go to a women's college. I love that. It was like the, it's a little bit of a a gentle nudge. (laughs) Here's what I love about it. I think that's a good strategy. One day, if I hopefully have kids and daughters, that's what I'm going to (laughs) do. Yeah. You got to tell them all the good stuff. (laughs) Exactly. Um, You mentioned that you were really involved in volunteering and activism, which I think is amazing. And I'm so glad that you're coming to Agnes Scott uh, to continue that. So can you tell us a little bit about your involvement and how you want to continue that work now that you're a Scotty? Yes, ma'am. Initially, in ninth grade, let's see, I what I actually wasn't involved in that much stuff in ninth grade. You know, usually a lot of the bigger clubs want you to kind of get adjusted for um, to school or to high school before you um, get involved in so much stuff. My 10th, the end of ninth grade year, freshmen were allowed to, you know, run for student council. So that's kind of like, um, it's not really like student government, but it kind of is because we have, we deal with a lot of that, but we also deal with a lot of the like, um, what is it like planning and different events throughout the school and stuff like that. So my 10th grade year, I scanned in student council and initially I did it just because like, you know, they say if you want your voice to be heard, join, you know, but 
to it kind of became much more than that. So in student council, we did like, you know, planned homecoming, we planned prom, we did all that kind of stuff. But also we had to do many fundraisers. We had, you know, go volunteer. Like I volunteered through student council, like at the different serial drives, at different assisted living centers, collecting like clothes for the homeless and collecting like dresses for prom, collecting like school age uniforms for children around the community because it is like in the low you know socioeconomic area so um yeah I did that I mean we started doing things like that and I realized kind of that like this is like what I should be doing and I feel like we all have our part in the world and I feel like we should I feel like we're all here to serve one another because if not we what is your purpose if you're not helping someone else that's what we're put here is how I feel so that kind of opened my mind. I, yeah, so I kind of realized that in 10th grade. And I was like, we should really do this. You know, like everybody should be volunteering and helping because I'm, I feel like I'm really blessed. And for me to not give back in any way, I feel like is bad. You know, why not? So yeah, and these people like need us. So um, at the end of my 10th grade year, um, I joined North Little Rock Mayor's Youth Council. And that's like solely volunteering kind of. So like every Wednesday I go to this place called Canvas. It's like a community outreach church kind of. And we'd like serve, I'd either serve meals or like um, help in the clothing room in the back, you know, talk to the different people. They're not like all homeless, but they're usually just people who come in for a meal, you know to church and it's just nice you know I got to know so many people and talk to them sometimes you can make a person's day by just holding a conversation you know just listening I really love that that was like one of my favorite things in Mayor's Youth Council but we also did many other things like volunteering at the Salvation Army or like we volunteer at the big bike races it was just the city needed something or needed volunteers they would go to our director and then she'd reach out to us and say these are the events this month and we have to sign up now we were required to do like four hours a month but usually I went over that because like when you go to Canvas two times that's already like three hours or four hours yeah to me it became a hobby because like I look forward to it all the time. And I don't know if that's really a hobby. I think it is. But yeah, that's um, what I did. And then I was and then my like my senior year. So I was involved in Mayor's Youth Council up until like, you know, we just graduated. But I'm, I was also involved in uh, Mu Alpha Theta and National Honor Society. And, you know, those are organizations that require you to like volunteer and do stuff like that and hold our own uh, projects. And my project didn't get to go through <laughs> because coronavirus, but it was nice. I wanted to like start a call it kind of like a girls club for young girls, like in middle school, because I feel like in my hometown or like in my city, there was like a a gap or like a problem between like people loving to go to school you know caring about themselves and that's the aspect from like sixth grade ninth grade and I feel like that's when you need to shine a lot of attention on you know self-love loving other people caring about yourself you know being motivated and having goals I feel like that was that's really important because my mom taught me that kind of stuff but when I looked around and seen a lot of my peers, I realized that's not like that wasn't a common thing. I still want to do that one day, but it didn't. It was supposed to be like a semester thing, but it didn't go through. So I plan to still do that one day. And then I held like a sock drive slash undergarment drive for the people at Canvas 
because they need, I realized that's like a really needed, never dawned on me that, you know, uh, homeless people can't use the same, they, they don't have a washer and dryer. So when they're done with something, they usually have to throw it out. So yeah, that's, that's kind of like my, I guess, volunteer journey. And I still want to continue doing that here. And when we get back on campus, I hope to be involved in it. I've been thinking um, about joining Honor Court. I really love to do that. I'm just trying to see if, you know, go with my schedule well. If not, I may wait until next year, but I've really been thinking about it. Awesome. Well, I mean, I think it's clear to me that you have been very, very busy. Yeah. <laughs> All through high school. And and I'm sure right now with coronavirus, you've probably had to step back in some ways. Yeah, a lot of ways. Yeah, you've probably pushed forward with some things. So. That first month was like really hard. It was really weird because I was like, I'm just in this house doing nothing all day. I do not like this. Like, what is like, I hate feeling like I have nothing to do or I'm serving no purpose. Like, I know that's weird, but it's like it was so weird to me sitting in the house all day I kind of got used to it and um once things opened back up I began working more so that was better once I got to start job is that where do you work um well like not right now but I was like during then so also my senior year my sister the one I told you about she's like a she was a sales director at a hotel so she kind of hired me to be kind of like her sales assistant so and it was very flexible that's why she hired me because I could come in like when I wasn't volunteering or doing whatever on Saturdays when she was off I could come in so that's what I was doing and then once COVID hit there was kind of like not much of a need for me so that's why I was like at home for about a month not doing nothing but then they had to lay off a lot of people and since I had been there for like a year they asked me to step up and um, help with like the front front desk and stuff like that so I began like working full-time for March until or April until August so yeah that was nice since I didn't have much else to do or like there weren't many volunteering things open (laughs) I got to work more and so you were working the front desk. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That I feel like that's good training for life, you know? Like you probably encountered lots of different people and lots of different scenarios. Yes, it's very it was it was very um enlightening so because um, I would never, well, cause me, I was 18 and had like there by myself, like half the time, especially if I work evening shifts. So yeah, I had to get a little bolder and I had to yeah. you know, um, be a little less timid, I guess, in some yeah. situations. Um, a good thing to learn. I think like, you know, before getting to college, like to, to practice. Um, well, at this point, you've you've made it through at least a few days of classes. So how are you feeling? How are you, you know, how are things going as you adjust to remote classes? Well, it's going pretty good. It's better than I anticipated, actually, because I am like a hands-on person. So it was kind of like, oh, wow, this is really going to be online. I, I had to like sit back. I had to pray. I had to think about it. I was like, oh, Lord, I'm going to have to get through this. But it's um, it's been really good, actually. I like all of my professors. They're really nice. Most of my classes are like, most of my classes are on Tuesday and Thursday. So I have good timing to like, separate, good timing to be able to do most of my work on Wednesday and Monday. You know, I don't have any classes on Friday, so I can divide up my asynchronous work to like by myself. Yeah. So it's been really easy. I've just been using like an app called My Study Life to kind of put my tasks in and to keep up with everything 
because even though I only have like four classes, I have multiple things to do. So I try to keep it in there. Like you need to do this by this date, this by this date. That I'm, um, it sounds like you're a lot more organized than I was when I like entered college. I was like, wait, what do I, how do I do this? So that's great that you're sort of already putting those steps in place. Have you created like a little work zone in your room to? So, well, this house kind of has like a built in desk in every room. So that was kind of cool. So I just put like my lamp here and then, yeah, this is my little study area. So yeah, I may like go to the library sometimes because I don't like being cooped up in my room all the time. But yep, it's been really nice so far. And so, you know, you've also made it through orientation and legacy. And of course, since those were remote, you know, virtual events, I have been thinking like, you know, were students able to connect with each other and with community members? So were you able to sort of form some relationships or get to know people, though it's virtual? Uh, yes, ma'am. Well, before, you know, we kind of have a lot of different outlets to reach each other, I guess. So, like, I met a lot of students on band, and then, like, you know, we went and made Instagram chats and an Instagram, and then they made an iMessage chat. So it's just different things, and we connected that way. So when I got on, you know, when I did Legacy and different things like that, I see a lot of people I know. So I knew a lot of people before I got in, but it was nice, you know, being in the different leadership groups, like um, the different legacy groups, because I already knew them. So I kind of already had their numbers and it was kind of cool because I didn't know they were going to be in there and we kind of have the same interests. So I like that. Um, But yeah, I've been able to still connect and everybody's pretty much nice. There were some new people that I did meet um, through legacy and it was really nice they were really sweet as well and then I seen those people in my like um leadership class so that was nice and yeah I think we're gonna have fun be able to you know um kind of study together sometimes or you know reach out to each other when we need help so I think it's gonna be nice because everyone's so helpful most of the time so yeah I think we'll be okay. (laughs) I keep telling myself that like when we are finally all back together on campus, we are going to be so happy to see each other. No, (laughs) it's going to be like, whoa, finally. (laughs) Exactly. It's just like for, for you to get to know students that you've only seen virtually or you know, like your, your faculty members to actually like be, be with them. I'm so excited for that day when it does come. Um, yeah. I went to, so my roommate, you know, we've been planning to be roommates since like March or something. And I finally met her yesterday because she, she was actually in New York, but she moved here with her auntie. So yeah, we met and cooked some dinner the other day. So that was really nice. Oh, I love that. You know, I, I, I have been thinking because of You know, when the announcement made, like so many of you had formed relationships with other incoming students. So I wondered about how how you all would sort of like, yeah, you're not my roommate yet, but uh, yeah, how are we going to stay connected? So yeah, and it's so funny because I still call her my roommate, and they're like, you have a roommate? I'm like, oh no, I don't have a roommate, but she was my soon to be roommate. Um, But yeah, it's been really cool. Well, I have one final question for you. Uh, What is one thing you think people should be reading, watching, or listening to right now? A book that I've been reading or, yeah, kind of like scatter reading when I have the opportunity is this book right here. Um, It's called The Legalized Genocide of Color People. It, um, it's called Open Season and by Benjamin Crump. He's one of like the top, you know, civil rights lawyers in America. So 
he kind of like even I think it's one case that's going on or one incident or whatever you want to call it that's going on right now. And he's representing them. But I really like this book. It opens your eyes kind of about different stuff that's going on behind the scenes that you would never think about. There's so much, um, you know, injustice and wrongdoings that we see that are blatant. But there's so many that we don't know about. Yeah, I think that's really cool. I kind of got this book. I got this book a while ago. And this is what kind of opened my eyes about um, me kind of really wanting to be a civil rights lawyer. I think I may want to do family law too, side note. But um, it really opened my eyes. He was the, um, like, I guess the keynote speaker slash honor, honor person that they were awarding. It was a law firm in Arkansas awarding him. Basically. Really, really nice. It just gave, it gave me perspective. So I, I think that y'all should really read that book. It's a good book. Uh-huh. Um, well, thank you for that recommendation. I need to, I need to be reading a little bit more than I have been, you know, (laughs) I would be reading more right now, but well, Ayana, I have loved talking with you. So thank you for joining me. You're very, very welcome. It was nice to be a part of this. And I I just want to emphasize, like, we are so excited that that you are coming to Agnes Scott. You are a Scotty, um, that you're a part of our class of 2024 and all of the amazing things that that you have done to this point. We want you to to be able to continue that in in the city of Atlanta and in Decatur. And again, one day when we're all on campus, I cannot wait to see you in Evan's dining hall. Uh, and, and I know you're going to come by the Welcome center to see us too. Of course. This podcast is a production of Agnes Scott College. Leading everywhere, the Agnes Scott College Podcast.